Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited today. I have a wonderful person that you're just going to love everything about, Karen Capello. She's my guest on today's show, and she is a master certified coach and a board certified coach as well. And welcome, Karen. I'm so excited that you're here, and I thank you so much for joining me. Cheryl, it's a complete honor. I know that uh, we're going to have a great conversation today between the two of us. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So um, let's start with, how about you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Uh, Well, that's a great question. So uh, I work with new and seasoned coaches, but mostly from the business sector, help them get their coaching business done and uh, and up and running and growing. And one of the things I noticed is that, uh, especially leaders from corporate, uh, they're so accomplished at what they do, and yet they get into becoming an entrepreneur and a coach, and they feel like it's a completely different world. And really it isn't. All the skills that they used before can be used in this world. I show them how to do that. Awesome. All right. So how did you get started in that? What was the beginning of, of your coaching journey? <laughs> well, you know, we coached those people that we were, right? So I was a leader. I was in estate planning. Well, first of all, I was a university professor. Then I was a, um, a semiconductor manufacturing company president, if you can believe it. And then I was an estate planner. And I say, I ruined my resume. I had to do something to bring it all together. So when I came into coaching, brought it all together. And at that time, Cheryl, I was working seriously like 60 to 70 hours a week. And I think many coaches that came in, have come in, uh, have come from this kind of a background. And I was completely exhausted. And by the way, I was completely successful. I made the million dollar round table my second year. But I was paying too big a price for my success. And I I say, I only wanted three things when I left estate planning. I wanted to wear comfy clothes because I was tired of wearing suits and heels. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to wake up without an alarm clock because in those days we did not have these beautiful church bell chimes. We had, you know, and jumping, jumping out of bed, getting ready. And I wanted to work less hours, which that wasn't hard to do. And I want to do all those three things with living the lifestyle I was accustomed to, you know, because I had a pretty good lifestyle. I didn't want to give that up. 
So um, I set out to figure out how to do that. And I became a coach. Uh, by the way, you know, it took me more time and money to get my coaching certification than my master's degree. So for those of you who are being certified, congratulations, you know, this is a big deal. People out in the world don't realize this because all, you know, coaches are not regulated, but right. it's a big deal. And so left my estate planning job, became, you know, did my training, became a coach and I really jumped in the deep end. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. And you're right. Most people coming from an, like an executive or a business background feel like they don't know what they're doing like at all. And they don't know how to, how to get into this. And, and really they have all those skills. That's what made them successful in their careers. Mm -hmm. So, so that's really interesting. So what inspired you when you have those three, I love those three um, things that you just, I just want these three things. <laughs> That's all. That's all. But what inspired you to go into coaching for those, to have those three things? Well, you know, that was interesting because I never saw myself as a coach, although I had been coached, but I never really saw myself in that role. And at the time uh, I had a friend of mine who was going through a divorce and she was living with me in my house. I said, you know, come and stay with me. And uh, she had just moved out and we were talking one day and I remember she said, you know, what are you going to do? And I had another friend that was listening to all kinds of, in those days, they were cassette tapes, by the way, cassette tapes and, um, of uh, self-development people. And she said, you should become a coach. And I said to this person who was a financial planner, you know, uh, Sarah said to, I should, I should become a coach. And she said to me, oh my gosh, they've been telling me to find a coach. People have been telling me to find a coach for the last couple of years, and I never found anybody I wanted. I want to hire you as my coach. So before I even took my training, my first client was right there in front of me, said she, and so that I took that as a sign, and I went and got trained. But the, the funny part about that is I, I wrote a book called The Clients You Are Seeking Are Also Seeking You. And I say, my first client was actually living in my house. You know, like coaches, your clients are everywhere. You know? right. like mine was living in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. What kind of mindset did you have? So you had this, you had this guest in your home and mm -hmm. she wanted you to, to coach her. And then you went, you got your training. What kind of mindset did you have to have to kind of first put yourself out there after your training? Well, Cheryl, I would say that was actually the easiest time in my whole entire coaching business because I was so on fire about coaching. I was just, my mindset was everyone in the world should be coached and I'm going to make sure that if they want to work with me, they will. So I was talking to everybody. I was out there at all these I'm not a morning person. I was at these breakfasts. I mean, I was everywhere. And so my mindset was, um, I had a lot of passion. I had, I, when I got out of my coach training and I had all my tools, I was so excited. Now, coupled with my business background, I was a really able to get going quickly. Mm -hmm. So my initial mindset was very strong. It wasn't until like about, you know, year one or two when things settled down a little bit and I realized, oh, okay, I've got to make a business out of this. Okay, I've left my job. Okay, I'm not making as much money as I was before. Um, I had money put away, but not for the rest of my life. So, right. <laughs> so initially my mindset was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you talked about having someone right in your home asking you to be a coach before you came one, but 
after your training and after this, this person, how did you find your clients? How was, how, what was your process there? Yeah. So my, in the beginning, because I came from estate planning and in order to do an estate plan, you need a financial advisor, you need an insurance agent, you need a, a CPA. So I had a lot of solo professionals that I was already networking with and I already knew me well. So um, those are my first clients. I just started contacting them. And the, the neat thing about these clients is, you know, you go into these beautiful conference rooms to do your estate plan. You got everybody around the table. Then you go into the back room. And there's these big whiteboards with all these numbers. Like you had to make your numbers every single month, you know? And, uh -huh. and so these people needed help, you know? And it was a good value proposition because they could, they could afford to spend some money in coaching because they could see how if they got one more client, pay for itself. That was my first group. And then uh, because I was so excited about my coach training, I was asked to come and train coaches. So this was like six months in. So then I was looking around and all the coaches around me were like, they, they were getting their websites done, but they hadn't even talked to any clients and doing all this work that wasn't really getting them the clients they wanted. So I started saying, well, what have, have you tried this? What about this? And they were looking at me going, you don't even have a website, but you have all these clients. And now we know, right, that it's about conversations <laughs> to right. get clients. It's not about your website. But at that time, they were at, people started asking me. And so it was very natural within the first year, I started coaching coaches on their business development because I had that business background. That's awesome. And, and how were you, and how were you choosing your niche? Like, how did you decide that you were going to coach other coaches? Well, that was interesting because of course I started with entrepreneurs. So this is what I tell coaches all the time. Start with where you are. You know, if you've had a challenge that you've overcome, like for me, I was, I was an estate and financial planner. I was every month I had to make bank every month. I had to do all these things. So I knew what they were going through. So, so I started with these, these entrepreneurs and then you know, once the coaches started coming to me and asking me, I say I kind of received my niche. You know, they came to me, they started asking me, and I was working with a coach at the time. And I remember he told me, you know, why don't you put this tagline on, under your signature on your email, the coach for new coaches? And it scared the heck out of me. I was like, well, I'm a new coach myself. How am I going to do this? But I said, okay, I'm going to step up to this because I'm actually doing this on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. And I did. And so I made that declaration. And you know, Cheryl, you, you understand everything comes from a decision. So once I made that decision, I started getting on email lists. I got on a list one day that said they were looking for a trainer. I ended up being the chief learning officer of International Coach Academy out of Australia. I was in the virtual world before most people were, you know, when you could put two people together on Skype and it was a miracle. So, <laughs> so you know, I started where I was, but once I made that decision to coach coaches because they were coming to me, everything shifted and, and everything became, I think, really e much easier. Yeah. So just putting it out into the universe and um, making that decision. Mm -hmm. Making a decision. So I, I, find that I, I find that I see a lot of coaches waver around choosing a niche and, mm -hmm. and a focus even like from the beginning, like you said, start where you are because our ideal clients are a previous version of ourselves all the time. Like that's just mm -hmm. kind of normal, I think. Um, for the most part, but, but yeah, so I see that, that, um, if you put it out there and I think most coaches that I've worked with 
if I see them put it out there, then it gets easier. And I feel the ones that kind of waver around choosing that niche or they're too broad or they want to go outside their own history, then it starts to get uh, more difficult for them. Would you agree with that? I would. And people say to me, you know, do I need a niche? And I always say, no, you don't need a niche. You can coach anyone. But if you want to make money from your coaching, having a niche is the easiest way. And that's what you said, Cheryl. It's easier. I mean, I always say, if you could go, if you want to, I'm in Tucson, Arizona. If you want to go to, if I want to go to San Diego, I could take a, a flight there one hour. I could drive there eight hours or six hours or something. I could walk there if I really wanted to. If I wanted to go to San Diego, I could fly to Chicago and I could fly to London and I could fly to Asia, Hong Kong, and then I could fly. I mean, there's many ways of getting there. So right. people who, you know, there are coaches that resist this niche and I go, okay, fine. It's okay. If you, you know, just if you want to go to San Diego via Chicago, go right ahead. If you want to see the sights of Chicago, if you want to enjoy this and, you know, maybe you're independently wealthy or you don't even, your coaching is a hobby, great. But if you want to make a business, the easiest way is to be niched. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you have a tagline or a, a motto. Success with ease and joy. Because rem remember, remember where I came from. I was working 60, 70 hours. I was successful, but I was exhausted. And I, this is what I'm set out to find is what are the leverage points? Could I have success with ease, with joy, with flow, rather than with force and, you know, all this hard work. And uh, that was a mindset shift that I had to make too, because, you know, I come from a family of um, hard workers. And my dad had a lot of success, but he, he worked really hard for it. Yeah. And I think, you know, previous generations, you, you have generations now where it's getting easier to be an entrepreneur and, and to work in the, in the industry that you want to um, versus previous, you know, my parents as well, working mm -hmm. really hard, you know, those 60, 80 hours, I did it myself, worked, you know, 60 to 70 hours as well before I got into it. So I totally understand that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So thinking about, uh, thinking along those lines, what would your best um, advice or strategy be for coaches who are building their businesses, but they're kind of feeling stuck or having difficulty getting consistent clients, mm -hmm. um, even when they are niche, niching down? Yeah. So one of the things that I teach the coaches in my quick start intensive that works really well is this power of one. So as we said, one client, one challenge one solution and one offer. So if you can really, this is something, we coaches are so expansive, but if you can focus on one, you're going to see a lot of momentum happen in your business. So for instance, you know, let's just talk about the health coaching, the mother who's lost her baby weight, right? So she has one audience, mothers who have just given birth, like in the first year or two of their whatever, right? Of their kids. She has uh, the one challenge is, yes, I want to lose this baby weight, but I'm running around all the time and I don't have time to take care of myself. One solution is we're going to give you a program that you're going to follow every day and I'm going to coach you through it with accountability and structure so that you're going to be able to do this. And so the one offer is, here's my offer. We're going to work together for six months or three months or whatever it is. And, and we're going to meet so many times and I'm going to give you some collateral books or materials and you're going to pay me this. If you get that specific, then 
oh my gosh, the lady across the street just had a baby. I'm going to send her to so-and-so. So you want to, you want to have, if you can use this power of one, you can create a lot of momentum in your business. That sounds very smart. <laughs> I really well, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's taken me a while, Cheryl, <laughs> figure it all out. <laughs> well, and you said we're very expansive. Like, so we, you know, our vision boards and our, uh, our notebooks are full of everything that we want to do. Mm -hmm. But you're absolutely right. In the beginning, it's, you know, do that, the power of one, do that one thing that's going to help, help you establish yourself. But also help you to gain confidence in your coaching and start, and you can start to expand by having more clients working them through that, that one program. That's awesome. I love that. And Cheryl, the one thing is not empowerment. It's, it's not necessarily things, even confidence is a little bit too light for people to really understand. It's got to be like a specific challenge people are going through that they're that they really want to get solved because, you know, nobody's sitting up at night going, oh my gosh, I wish I could become empowered. And a lot of coaches, this is what people get. So coaches put this out there and they don't get any clients and they're great coaches, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I agree with that as well. I think the empowerment comes with coaching in general. So yeah, I agree with that as well. So next question, I love this question for you especially, because I, I think I've seen it just, um, I'm a follower of yours. I'm, I know that you know that, but letting the audience know that I've been following Karen for a while. And also she helped me with my mentor coaching a couple of years back when I got my credential and is going to help me with my master credential this year. So when you want to take your business up a notch and just call in more, mm -hmm. and I know you just did this recently, mm -hmm. um, through a, through a different program. How do you, how do you do that? How do you, do, how do you call in more? I hire a coach who is where I want to be. I mean, seriously, Cheryl, you know, if we're coaches, we got to believe in what we're doing, right? So yeah. um, I did this a couple of years ago. I hired a coach that actually I didn't even really think he was, he was way above my league and he was, uh, I didn't think I could afford him. Cause you know, I, I mean, I, I like to pay out of my business cash. I don't like to, you know, I don't like to be funding my business. So uh, I had a conversation with him. He had a program, a group program that I could act absolutely do. I signed up like the next day. It was so funny. I remember I talked to him the day that the night before the summer solstice, June 21st. And I thought, okay, I want to start. If this program starts on this solstice, I'm starting. Cause I'm a little, you know, I got that little woo woo thing in me about. That's amazing though. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that cool? So I did. And, um, and I got into that program and he told me that uh, the average coaches were making in that program was $54,000 a quarter. And I was in the 16th group. So he had been taking measures all the way along. And this was not for new coaches or starting coaches. This was for people who actually had a lot going on in their business and really wanted to grow to the next level, which was me. You know, I've been in business for 10 plus years. So I got into that program and sure enough, I thought, well, I'm not, I've never been, I've always been a little above average. So I made like 55 in that quarter. And then I signed up again because I thought, well, this stuff works, you know, because it really focused me. And the next quarter I made 75,000 in that quarter. And then the next I signed up again and the next quarter I made a hundred thousand in a quarter. Wow. And it was, I was shocked. I know I was saying, wow. I was like, how did this happen? But I, I will say to all the coaches listening, it took three hours of marketing per day. So it was a lot. Yeah. It was a, a huge intensive. 
And, um, but it brought me up. So after that, I thought, you know, I'm going to create my own groups, but I'm going to do them a little differently. So we all do this, right? I added in the things I wanted that weren't in that group. And I subtracted the things <laughs> that I didn't really like. And I created my own program. And my program was about half that much because I was working with an audience. You know, I, I feel like I'm kind of like intermediate level of coaches. So they have a few things going on. They've mm -hmm. got, you know, they know their niche. They know, um, they have a little bit of an idea of their offer and I just take them to the next level. You know, I'm not working with million dollar coaches and I'm not working with starters. I'm pretty much in the middle and we've had some incredible results because those coaches wanted to grow and I was where they wanted to be. So they hired me. So, you know, sometimes people say, oh, coaches, you know, it's like this multi-level scheme or something <laughs> like that. But I just really, heard that. Right. And it, it, but the thing is, it's not exactly that way because we're all doing different things. We're out there transforming lives. And I really do believe that every coach, if you're coaching others, you really need to have a coach yourself and, and be humble and be courageous and take those risks that you're asking other people to take and come, you know, with your own honest uh, limiting beliefs and get those cleared. So when I want to go to the next level, I hire another coach that is at a higher level. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Um, but I did just hear that the other day that the reason why coaching is successful is because coaches hire their own coaches. To me, it's the same thing as having a manager or a supervisor, mm -hmm. right? You have those in your company. And I think people need to kind of just see that connection. But I love that, that when you want to call in more, you, you just go out there and you find somebody that's where you want to be. And that's yeah. the person that helps coaches you and mentors, your, mentors you to get there. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Now, quick question on kind of the opposite. When you're having, when you feel like you're having a hard time, you're not making any headway or you're not getting to where you want to be. What, what do you do there? Okay. So I'm going to give the same answer to start with, and I'll give you another one, but the same, I go to my coach and I get a coaching session. In fact, last weekend, I was really stuck on something. I mean, I was super stuck and, and I wasn't sure what to do. And there was a lot at stake. And I actually uh, reached out to a coaching colleague who was my trainer. And I said, do you have time for, you know, a quick coaching session? And because it was the weekend and I knew her well. And she said, sure. And so we got on the phone and she asked me a bunch of questions and everything became very clear. And then the funny thing is I took action based upon what she said, but something came out of the blue that changed the whole situation. And I find this is so true in coaching. Cheryl. So this is kind of the other thing I do is I work with energy. So in addition to being coached, you know, I really did kind of get quiet. I did meditation. I really got into what my uh, true self wanted to do. And then this, when, once I made that shift inside, then um, it was so, it was so um, interesting because somebody in my circles did something like about two hours later that changed the whole situation and made it all great. So it was like, what happened? So I think, you know, getting coached, but also getting quiet and getting that inner guidance, you know, as coaches, we say the client is whole, perfect, and complete and has all the answers. Well, yes. okay. So I figured I'm whole, perfect, and complete, even though I feel kind of messed up right now, I have all the answers. 
So let me get coached and let me take some time and quiet time. It's almost like I didn't have to do anything because all of a sudden, when I made the shift, everything around me shifted energetically. And I know this. Now, sometimes I forget. I mean, I forget it a lot and I try to, you know, do something about it. I try to make something happen. But really, the easiest way to make something happen is to have a shift inside of me. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you said you're a little woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think energy shifts, I think that's, I think it's a little bit above woo-woo. I think it's, uh, it's definitely what runs the world, right? Energy runs the world and the universe. And so it definitely is going to help run us <laughs> as people is what I feel. But definitely love that. That's a great story. Getting quiet meditating and seeing what's going on with you making that shift inside um i can relate to that so much that it shifts the the energy around Mm -hmm. you as well and the people around you it shifts their energy i think Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. how would you balance the the work that you do for you know inner work that you do for yourself the work that you do for your clients your your relationships that kind of thing It, it can get overwhelming for coaches right they're trying to they're trying to run their business. They're trying to get it up and going or trying to get to the next level. And they're trying to keep their, you know, their kids safe and fed and they're trying to keep their relationships, you know, healthy and also keep themselves healthy in the meantime. So how do you balance all that? Yeah. Um, some days better than others, right? <laughs> For all of us. So I think balance is a dynamic thing. So there we're all, I think we're always a little bit out of balance one way or another, but we're, you know, moving towards the middle. One of the things that I do is I have some, I I have some rules in place for myself that structure that help me. Um, I, I work usually uh, anywhere between, I start anywhere between eight and 9am and I'm done by 3pm. And uh, in any any kind of um, client delivery or meetings as such. Uh, at 3 p.m., I take an hour to uh, go through all my emails, clear my desk, and make sure everything's done. And then by about four o'clock, I'm out of here. So, um, and I go to dinner every night with my sweetie. So we, we, it's kind of a strange thing, but we go out to dinner every night and we relax and we talk and we share. So that's kind of a, a nice thing to, at the end of the day. Now, recently, when you're talking about kids, um, I realized that my mother needs a little more support. She's here in Tucson. So she's had some appointments uh, for certain things, for the house, for her health. And uh, I've decided in in start of this year that I'm I'm, uh, dedicating Thursdays. I'm keeping an open day for her in case she needs an appointment. Now, if she doesn't need an appointment, I can actually do curriculum development or other kind of things. Right. But that put put my schedule of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I, I really don't do client appointments on Friday. So when things happen as a coach, isn't it great? We can set our own schedule and do our own thing. And okay. so there's a balance there. Uh, and, and, you know, my mother is, um, she would say to you, she's born in 1933. She looks very young, but she doesn't like to say her age. Maybe that's a way to stay young. Uh, (laughs) but she, you know, she's not going to be here forever. And I want to, I want to take some time with her. So, so those are the kind of things that I think, um, if you putting those structure in, like knowing my hours, and then if I want to do something different, like, you know, oh, I know Cheryl, you're going to India. Um, yep. I have been contacted by a couple coaches in India about doing a group coaching program. And um, 
my, I think I'm having a 7 a.m. meeting with them, but I can make that exception because I have all my structure together. So right. I think structure is one thing that, it, that really helps with the balance. Uh, the other is to understand that balance is a daily, you know, thing, if not moment by moment. And mm -hmm. so um, I, I tend to take on too much. And most of my clients are that way. We tend to get into overwhelm. And so um, I may not notice I'm in overwhelm until all of a sudden I've got like 20 things on my to-do list and, you know, 15 minutes to do them. And I'm, oh, I'm in overwhelm. So then I got to stop. <laughs> and another thing I think that helps with this is, um, is to have a team. And I know many coaches, you know, when they're starting out, it's hard to have a team. But as soon as you can, to just even bring on one assistant, you know, for five to 10 hours a month, it's to say, okay, I can delegate to someone. You know, as a leader, you probably have people all over the place that we're going to delegate to, but now you're on your own. So as soon as you can, you know, get somebody. And the beauty is it's a 1099 employee. You don't have to take on, because I never wanted to manage people again okay. after I got out of business. <laughs> you know, my other business, I was like, oh my gosh, I had too many things. So um, so you can take on a 1099 employee. And, and a lot of a lot of the virtual assistance is a lot less expensive than you might think. So um, that's another thing to create balance. Right now I have a team of three. I have a person who does my web stuff and graphics. I have a person who helps me with my quick start intensive. She's on the line. She does all the emails, all the logistics. And then I also have just recently hired a person who is an, a marketing expert to do some of my marketing. And I, I want to tell you, I do not like to write. Uh, the process of writing is very laborious for me. And he sends me all this written stuff. And I'm just so delighted because it seems to me like for me to do it, it would take me like 10 hours. And for him, I'm like, will you write this? He sends it back in like a half hour. It's his genius work. Right. So get, <laughs> get some help. Coaches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, and, and it definitely made a, a big shift in my business when I was able to hire somebody to do the graphics and I still do some of my own graphics, but if I'm doing a campaign or whatever, having somebody to say, look, here's the campaign, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, can you make these graphics? And, and there's a ton of entrepreneurs out there, VAs mm -hmm. that will definitely will work for reasonable prices, reasonable meaning for newer coaches, because reasonable is mm -hmm. relative, right? But definitely people out there, and there are VAs out there that are very affordable for new coaches. And I think definitely having that five to 10 hours a month as a start can, it can do so much for you. Take off your plate and feel you so, and feel so much more aligned with, you know, you do more of your coaching because mm -hmm. as coaches, we have to become experts in everything in the beginning, right? In the marketing and the, and like you said, the writing, I'm, I'm definitely not a writer myself. So I, <laughs> I, feel that, I feel the pain there. So yeah. So when we, when we feel like we have to do everything and know everything, I mean, we do have to have a basic understanding in the beginning, but I also think that, like you said, we can definitely look to others to help out at least, uh, you know, at a, on a small scale in the beginning. So thank you for that. That was wonderful. So we're kind of winding down here. What I'd like to ask you is what's your favorite book or resource or website or more, more than one <laughs> that you would recommend to our audience to help them on their journey. So one of the things I love, uh, the resource is Abraham Hicks, and that is a self-development author. They do a lot of uh, video of audios. And I, I just listening to the audios, it's, very, it's all about positivity and self-responsibility. 
and it's empowerment. It's complete empowerment. And I am very positive. I'm, you know, I've always been called a Pollyanna, you know, my whole entire life. And I wear that badge proudly now. And I think many coaches I know, we're so positive, you know, and we need that positivity. So I listen to those audios uh, quite a bit and they really help me. Uh, I also listen to, when I'm doing emails or something, I listen to these 528 hertz tones, and there's a lot of free ones on YouTube, and it's the tone of the universe, and it, it, intu- it, it attunes the body to our most empowered self, and it's really crazy, so there's, you can just search for any of those, uh, and then I think there's another, you know, Dr. David Hawkins has a couple of really great books, Power Versus Force, and um, Letting Go to be two of them that I think are just fantastic. And one more that I'm going to share, because every time I share it, people love it. Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, about taking leaps in your business. You know, we talked earlier, what do you do when you're going to take a big leap? That book is really, uh, really interesting in terms of our self-development and about the resistance that we find when we take those leaps and how we can move through it. Thank you. I actually am going to check all those out myself. (laughs) I'm really interested in the, in the tones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've seen you post about that before, but I never really looked at it, but I think I'm going to, going to take a look at that. It's so very thank- leveraged, Cheryl. You know, like if I'm doing emails or writing, making, creating slides or something, mm-hmm. I can do both. You know, I can just put those tones on and do my other work. And I, I like to, you know, I like to do as many things as possible to support me where I don't have to keep moving back and forth between things. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what, uh, I heard you mention earlier, your, your new product, your Mm -hmm. coaches quick start intensive. Mm -hmm. It is. Can you tell us about that? Yes. I'm so proud of, I'm so proud of this, Cheryl. So I told you I was in these group programs and some of the group programs and I did well, but some of the group programs did not have things like, like these, um, uh, these things we're talking about, the inner game, the self-development pieces, they didn't have um, the, a certain amount of tracking. Like they said, oh, we're going to do an hour of, mar- three hours of marketing a day. Well, I'm pretty fast, so I don't want three hours. I, so I created a menu of options. Okay, you just need to do so many points of options every day. And we have a tracking sheet and we have a community and we have access to me, like laser sessions, which I didn't have in my group. So I have this 12-week program. So those are all, all the things that happen in the program, but the results are stunning. We've got coaches coming in, and in 12 weeks, we've done four groups have graduated already. So it's re- it is a relatively new program. I started last fall, and uh, 92% of the coaches in those groups have made back at least what they've paid, at least. So wouldn't that be something? I mean, I consider that a success. You have a whole entire quarter of marketing done and you've made back your investment. So it's happened for free kind of thing. Not a large percentage, but I would say 50, I have to get the the percentage, um, are making back much more. I mean, we have people making back four times. We have people make, we have people making one of our people last, just two days ago, got a contract, a brand new coach actually, um, got a contract for $36,000. After, uh, and this group, she's in a group that's been going on about nine weeks. So it took her, you know, she's, she's put in all, she's done everything we've shared and we've asked her to do. And she's, she's made a a $36,000 contract 
we have, uh, you know, we have coaches making, getting $5,000 contracts, um, $9,000 training programs. So it makes me really happy because I want every coach to have exactly what they want. I want them to have that lifestyle. They, you don't have to uh, have either or. You don't have to either be happy in your job or make a lot of money. You can have success with ease and joy. So this program has really thrilled me because we're able to help the coaches really make money in their business. And I know, it, you know, some coaches are like, oh, all I want to do is make an impact. Well, why not make an impact and an income at the same time? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And in, and in order to make an impact, you have to have an income. That's, that's kind of uh, one I of the think things. so. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have to take care of your first. I, use, I actually use the example of if you're on a plane, they talk about putting the mask on yourself first before you try to help others. And I feel like that that is a great analogy for our coaching that we definitely have to help ourselves and get to be where we are bringing in an income and can mm -hmm. survive <laughs> yeah. uh, and before we can help others. So that, uh, that program, you, the website would be um, coachesquickstartintensive.com for them yes. to get information. Yes. Great. And we're doing a bunch of discovery calls. So if anybody's even interested in finding out more about it, go to coachesquickstartintensive.com and just click on the discovery call link and sign up. They're all free and we'll, I'll be sharing content of what it really takes to do this, but I'll also be sharing about the program. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I've enjoyed this and you've given us such wonderful tips and I loved hearing pieces of your story. If the audience has any questions, they can always write in with questions and we will definitely get them over to Karen to answer you. So thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. And Cheryl, I wanted to say thank you to you for all that you do for the coaches because I know we have a similar audience and I see that you're you're helping those coaches that are really just starting that need to get their niche and all of their uh, business foundations in place and I I so acknowledge you because that is very much needed oh thank you so much I appreciate that well thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening and um, we will be talking to you later thank you so much for listening in today I'm so glad we got to spend this time together if you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.